Good evening, Mavra Rabbi Isai. We uh, have uh, the task to finish off this week before Tisha B'Av. Perek Dalit here in Sharavetis Elikim. He's discussing the fact that Akadosh Baruch Hu gave his Torah through one of the Chizayans, one of the Neviim, namely Moshe Rabbeinu, and in it he expressed his ruts and what he desired for us to do. And we just went through ten different levels of the right approach and attitude to learning Torah, which we, every person has to do. And now he says another point about our attitude and approach to Torah. Namely, in the understanding and the belief and the acceptance of Nevi'im, of prophets. It's a good time of year to talk about it. We're going to be reading, learning uh, Eicha, which is from the Yirmiya. We have the Haftarist that we're reading out from Yeshaya and Yirmiya. So, certainly, we know that Nevuah was not only for back in that time. The Gemara tells us clearly in the Masechet Megillah that there were really millions of Nevi'im. They had the different yeshivas of Nevi'im. People who had amassed a certain amount of Chochma, wisdom, Torah wisdom, and then they got to a higher level of Nevuah. But there's only Nevuah and Mitzvah Nevuah which was needed for all times, all generations, that was committed to writing. So, the 24 books, five of them being from Eishabenu, the rest being from Nevi'im and Ksuvim, which are basically from Nevi'im, those are all needed for all generations and all time. So they're as applicable nowadays as they were 2,000 years ago, 2,500 years ago, 3,000 years ago, etc. So, there is different opinions of even those who do learn Torah and engage in Torah study. Ten levels of the approach and the acceptance and the belief to the word of the Navi. Madrega number one is Trilosam. The first one is Anoshim Nosoisam Asichlus. Their foolishness carries them away. Gam Goivara Taivasalayim. Besides being foolish, not seeing the long view of things, not understanding that there's going to be an accounting, there's going to be an eternal world after this one. But Gam Goivara Taivasalayim. Their desires overpower them. They want something here right and now. The famous marshal that's given in terms of waiting for the, for the pleasure to be real. It's a person who really is a, he's an addict to, uh, to tobacco, to cigarettes. And he, he has his tobacco pouch, but he, he ran out of papers. Looks in his pockets. Oh, he found, he has a check. Someone wrote out a check for $10,000 to him, but it's the only paper he got. So he sprinkles a little tobacco, rolls it up. Would anybody in their right mind do that? I mean, a crackpot would maybe do that. Someone who's really, he's, he's not, he's not, uh, entirely sane, but otherwise, you know, you don't want to burn this something that you can then cash in a little later. Hold back. On the, but these people are, say they despise the word of the Torah. Their attitude to the terrorists, these are very nice things. They're social norms. They're niceties. They're ways of getting along with one another. You know, don't rob and 
don't talk Lashonara and don't steal and don't... Yeah, these are nice things that were just made up by great people, maybe even smart people, a way of getting along. No different than other leaders and world powers or laws that are made up. And the reason why they think of this They really know the truth if you sit them down in an honest moment. They know the truth. But the Sahara has got him in his clutches and his their desires are so strong that they somehow come up with this excuse. And they say, well, it doesn't really mean you have to keep it. It's just suggestions, it's recommendations. Not every one do you have to keep. And if you... If a person could convince himself that this book of Torah and the Chazal that we have is not divine, is not given from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then he's not beholden to any of it. They don't go under the yoke of Torah. They're not accepting the yoke of Torah. These are people, leave me alone. I want to live a carefree life. And the truth is, this is really what Rabbi Chonon Zatzal explained what with what Sheikhad is. Sheikhad, we have in the Torah the law of Sheikhad of bribery. There's different ways of interpreting what bribery is. Rabbi Chonon understands bribery is that a person is blinded. It says, Ki It blinds the eyes of those who are wise. Says Rabbi Chonon, that's what Sheikhad does. It really blinds the person from thinking clearly. He knows the truth. He says every boy 13 years old, every girl 12 years old, is obligated to keep all of the Torah. How could that be? You think they have all the tremendous philosophy and amuna to know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is real and the Torah is real? How could you demand that from a young child like that? The answer is that really it's natural. If a person would only think about it and contemplate it for a few moments, he would realize the truth of it, the truth of it. But he's blinded by his tivus. He's blinded because he wants to live a carefree life. He wants to live a life of hefkeris, of not beholden to anybody. And this is why people don't like to really think too much. Certainly that's true with the many billions of people in this world who try to just get their guilty conscience assuaged and therefore not think about it. And therefore they can do whatever they want. And there's many ways that that comes about. It's not for now. We want to stick to the Chavis Havavis. And concerning people of this level, The fool doesn't want to become wise. The fool doesn't want to understand. by Only what his heart desires. And one way of not feeling guilty and going with one's heart's desires is by not thinking about things. So he's not interested in thinking about it. You try to explain to him, can I learn with you a little bit? Nah, it's not for me. It's not for him because he's not interested in having to deal with the truth. This is the obviously the lowest madreg, the madreg ashni, and the second madreg is anoshim la yukulitchois. People who at least put a little thought into it. And they have intellectual honesty. And they can't just push off ha'oisois all of the wondrous signs, they can't deny the miracles. So in other words, they know the veracity of those who are prophets of Hashem, because 
they see the person comes and says, Hashem said this is going to happen. And lo and behold, it happens. Hashem says, you must do this, otherwise there will be punishment in this and this way, and it happens. So there's no denying that these people obviously are imbued with the word of Hashem. Because it's all public. It's all, it's all public knowledge. It's all been publicized. But they still have their doubts. They have their doubts of, is everything that this Navi saying and reporting in the name of Hashem, is that true? Yes, this person is a Navi. Yes, this person even is someone who has had the merit to speak to Hashem, and Hashem has spoken to him. But does that mean everything that he comes along and says, that too is the word of Hashem? They start doubting that. Maybe not everything that he's saying is from Hashem, even though he is a true Navi. A great example of this is Kairach with Moshe Rabbeinu. As a matter of fact, my Heli Gezeid, the explains in Parshish Kairach that the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu said, if indeed I am right and you're wrong, then Hashem is going to make a new creation, never seen before by man. The mouth of the earth is going to open up and swallow you up alive. The Yordu Chayim Sha'ila. You will go down to the depths alive. Nechsam Sefer says, what does he mean you're going to go down into, be swallowed up by this magnificent earthquake? Chayim Sha'ila alive. What does that mean? Says Nechsam Sefer, based on our Chavis Havavis, right over here, the Madrega Hashenis, is that there are people who say, yes, it's true, this is a Navi, but how do I know that everything he's saying was mandated and prophesied by Hashem. How do I know this is Menashem? Maybe the person who is a Navi decided to say some things on his own. That was Kairach's argument to Moshe. Of course, Moshe Rabbeinu is a Navi. He brought us to Torah. But he's also making certain decisions. I question whether those decisions are actually directly from Hashem or not. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu says, if it's true, then who puts it to Adom the earth will open its mouth and you're going to go down as you're saying, like when you're alive, that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying it on his own. Moshe says, you'll see, you're going to go down into the earthquake in the same way, screaming, Moshe Badai, Moshe's a liar. Because the Risham shall Gehenim don't want to see differently. That's what they question. Why is this? A similar reason, because they obviously don't want to Admit they don't want to come to terms that this Navi speaks everything of Hashem when he says over something from Hashem. The reason why they're doing it is similar to the first reason. And they say, so they say it's true. Hashem wanted sort of a system that He's going to appoint certain great people. Lahavza, like the Mashkiach, Moshe was like you have. You can have a, a king who appoints certain officers, advisors. You have a president who appoints certain people in his administration, and therefore they have certain latitude of authority in what they could say. But it's from themselves. But the king has given them 
this latitude. The king has given him this authority to be able to run his country uh, and uh, th- this way deal with it. You have to have different leadership in various positions. So these people argue, well, there's no schar v'aynish. The Nabi says, this is what Hashem says you have to do. So they argue, I mean, this is a person, there's no question, he's a Navi. I mean, I've, saw, I've seen him do, say things that have come true that it's impossible to deny. But this particular nevua, I'm not so sure if that's true, and therefore, there's no schar v'aynish. They don't believe that on this word of the Navi, there's going to be reward and punishment. I think this Tanavi sort of uh, took the took the uh, stretched the boundary uh, and decided to say things on his own, which uh, may be uh, a very good recommendation once again. But they don't want to believe that this all comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu himself. And for this, says the Chavos I will smash this notion. I will prove it wrong on two ways. I want to just give short answers, short responses to disprove this. One way that is, I'm just going to debunk the theory. And secondly, even what we call Lishitosam, even in their opinion, even with their understanding, I'm still going to prove them wrong. How to how so? First of all, I'm going to disprove this notion. Hashem will never do that. We have to appreciate the way Hashem runs this world. And Hashem is not going to allow for a Navi who already has been a proven Navi and has shown his greatness and has shown he is someone worthy of giving Nevoah. Hashem will not allow that this Navi will have the ability to just say things on his own. Because then it's going to ruin the, the system. Now we know there's a whole concept called the Navi Sheker. We're going to be reading about it, learning in the coming Parshish, Parshish Rei, about a Navi Sheker. But a Navi Sheker, a false prophet, has to say something, and then we make him prove his words. And indeed, if it doesn't come out, it's, he's a proven Novi Sheker. The Bezdin, the Sanhedrin, I go to puts him to death. And we've had throughout Novi, throughout the, the, uh, books of Novi, we have had Neviye Sheker, false prophets. But if this Novi is not going to be disproven, he's not going to be shown up as a Novi Sheker. So what Hashem is going to allow people to take this word as if it's the word of Hashem, but it's really not. Because it's just a good idea to have someone who's sort of such a great human being and knows what humanity needs. Shem is not going to do such a thing. It's going to ruin the system. Hashem says, my system is that I choose a Navi and you see he's a Navi through proven identity. And then once he proves he's a Navi, then you listen to him implicitly. That whatever he says comes from Hashem. As a small example, the Gemara Sanhedrin, I think it's Paytesim and Beis, says, how did Yitzchak allow himself to give up his life? Because Avram said Hashem said so. Yitzchak never heard the word of Hashem. How does he trust Avram Avinu? So the Gemara says it's only because Avram Avinu was Muchsak Navi. He had already proven himself as the Navi of Hashem. 
Therefore, Yitzchok says, okay, I have Amunas Chacham. That was the greatness, by the way, because I'm saving a different piece, explains. The greatness of Yitzchok's Akedas Yitzchok was that he had Amunas Chacham and he listened to the Navi, he listened to the Prophet. Avram Avinu had proven himself before. Once he's a proven Navi, whatever he says, that this is what Hashem says, we understand it, that it comes from Hashem. Secondly, Valderach Haskama, let's just finish this piece, Valderach Haskama. In other words, something you have to agree. Let's say it's true. It's only what this person is saying that's not from Hashem. Then we should still listen to the person. Why? Indeed, if this could be the system, that a person, once he's been chosen and as a Navi, has the ability to sort of extend that and decide to say things on his own, so then that's the new system, that's the system that Hashem made, so then Hashem wants us to go with that system. Because Hashem says, this is a person who's straight, who's good. Means, let's say like our marshal we gave before, let's say the king has certain advisors that, I, that he says, I want you to listen to this person, or the president appoints certain the people in his administration that says, these people I trust, I know that they're good, I know that they are moral, you have to listen to their laws. Then that's what the king wanted, that's what the president wanted, that's what Hashem wants. So, Hashem chose them, because to lead them, he's already been proven as a prophet. We should rely on that person, because that's what Hashem wanted us to do. Fear Hashem and the king, the king that Hashem appointed. Certainly someone who has proven he has shown miracles. So but both of these aspects, you see, either it's not going to happen and therefore Hashem won't allow that system, or indeed the system is true as you're thinking it's, it is to be. But then Hashem is saying, listen to this person. We'll hold the air by sight. Tomorrow night we'll continue my Drake Ashley's. A good night.